Hello, hello, welcome back. Today is a very special episode. I've been so stoked on sharing this for a while, pretty much ever since I decided to start this podcast. I knew that this was something I wanted to talk about right away, and I'm very excited. Many of you know and have noticed I have shifted with my energy a bit. I've opened up over the last couple years as I finally feel comfortable with sharing my intuitive gifts and coming out of the woo-woo spiritual closet, if you will, from sharing weekly tarot cards here and there on Instagram stories to actually doing some intuitive readings for some of you. Most of the feedback and the reviews for my readings have been insane so accurate that they give me goosebumps every single time and a lot of the times it's like whoa wait a second how do i know this and i want to share how and why that is today i want to talk with another psychic intuitive and psychic medium to share a little bit more into this world so i've invited my friend Haley ferretti to talk with us specifically about decoding messages from spirit, how to intuitively channel source energy on your own, and share a bit more about dreams and dream meanings. We have a lot to cover, so let's dive in. Haley, how do you say your (laughs) name, by the way? I said Ferretti, but I feel like I'm saying it. No, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. I was like stumbling over. I'm like, I feel like I'm botching this. No, it just sounds, yeah, it's just how it sounds or it looks, I guess. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So thank you for coming on today. You're welcome. I'm so excited. My first interview. This feels like a big deal. It is a big deal. We've (laughs) got the recording now. We've got all the technology in our favor. I know. After like half an hour, figuring it out. Um, okay. So tell everyone who you are, tell them your awesomeness. (laughs) So I currently work with women that struggle with acne, but I'm also now a lot like allowing my spiritual gifts to come through. So I'm kind of blending my two worlds of physical healing now with spiritual healing as well. Um, and Brittany has been a huge mentor to me for opening up. So I'm so grateful to be on her podcast and talking about all the fun things. Yes. I saw this morning you posted and you or maybe it was last night. You said you lost followers over sharing your spiritual gifts. Yeah. Probably 200. Oh my gosh. In a day? Um, over like the course of like the last week or so. Um, it keeps dropping. I was like, eh, whatever. I don't like funny. You know, I, I lost like three or four just yesterday and I was wondering, I mean, I don't have as many followers as you. So like three or four is a big deal for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I really don't sweat followers at all. But I, after you posted that, I noticed and I was like, holy crap, ever since what I posted yesterday saying that I was going to be meeting with a psychic intuitive and a medium on the podcast. I noticed I had people drop off too. It's like, yeah, they're freaked. I don't know. I think it's like a lot of the thing, like a lot of people are scared of it or just like think it's either they're scared of it or they're just, it's garbage. Like it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big common thing for many people. I'm sure. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Because we both have Christian backgrounds. Like we, yeah. And we still are boy. Yeah, for real. I was just talking to somebody else about that. I was like, yeah, Jesus is still front force in my life. That's not something that's changed. Um, 
So yeah, I don't really know. I think there's just a big misconception about spiritual gifts and spirituality and for sure. My mom will call me sometimes and she'll be like, Hey, can you pull my cards? Oh wait, no, maybe, maybe not. I don't want to go to hell. I'm like, mom, I'll pull your cards for you. It's okay. You're not going to yeah. go to hell. Okay. Well, yeah. just let me know what's going to happen with this. <laughs> yeah. There's actually no, like with Tiro, there's no religious affiliation. It just kind of Right. like grew from I don't even and there's like really no facts around it either like of where it started or where it or like originated but it has no tie to any religion so I don't know I don't really think it has any tie to satanic or devil worship whatever people think it does I know. Um, there's still dark stuff of course but there's dark stuff even in the Christian community so yes like, so where, where are you gonna go with that like <laughs> Right. I don't think you have to draw a line. Like it's this or that. I think it's just very fluid. Well, yeah. that's how it is for me. We'll talk about how you got into the spirit world. For me, it was very fluid transition in between blending the two, you know, like we just, we still got our, our sons baptized in the Catholic church. I'm not Catholic, but that meant a lot to my husband. And we got married in the Catholic church because that meant a lot to him. And, you know, I, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. My, my grandpa's a pastor. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. So like, how did you get pulled into it? Like, what's your story? I feel like we all have our coming out of the spirit closet. <laughs> um. So like when I first started to know I was different or when I decided to like really tap in. Let's talk about when you decided to tap in. Cause I feel like a lot of people, you know, I got a DM the other day asking like, have you sought out like a spiritual shaman to, you know, like allow your gifts to come through or how did you embrace the spirituality? I feel like my sister's struggling with X, Y, Z because she's not allowing and accepting. And I think that's like, you know, a big step, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your story there? I guess like I couldn't, I could no longer deny that they were there. And through high school and even grade school, I would just kind of put them away and like try to act normal as possible. And then um, now being almost 27, I like really just couldn't turn them off. Like the messages, right. my dreams just kept enhancing my, the messages from fear just kept like coming through. And I was like, all right, I can't really turn this off anymore. I'm just kind of going to embrace them. And allow them to flow and I'm so glad that you were in my life and so many other people are in my life so that I could openly talk about them because there's like that's why I think some people are so afraid of that because they don't have someone to talk to and it's a really lonely experience if you don't have like at least one person that you can communicate about with it yeah there's a lot of shame in that you know mm -hmm. only yeah. that, that part of you um yeah I mean, you've had gifts for a really long time and, you know, we can kind of get into that too. I don't think I, I think I shut them off, but was always, you know, very like sensitive child, sensitive to energies, was mm -hmm. very shy as a child, which is crazy because I'm super extroverted and <laughs> people wouldn't typically call me shy, but like, I think, yeah, when you're a child, you're just so, I don't know everything just could be overloaded yeah with so yeah. many like with energy. Yeah, I, think, I think most kids are probably would be probably considered empathic and then maybe oh, as they sure. get older they just grow out of it for sure um, yeah and I think 
how you grow up and all that kind of stuff is definitely going to affect whether you embrace them or shut them off or. Yeah. And I think like for me being out of my parents' house and being my own adult was something that like helped me figure out what I, not like what I believed in. Cause you know, I still believe in Jesus. I still pray. And, you know, when, when there's an Easter mass, we go or Christmas mass, we go. Um, but I think for me, I, I started feeling this pull when I moved to Ferndale (laughs) and it's just, oh yeah, I moved to Ferndale and you know, people who don't know Ferndale, Michigan, it's like, how would you describe it? It, I don't know. It's like a little hippy dippy. Yeah. Hippie, cute, quaint little town where yeah, you're not really judged by anything. Yeah. There's no judgment. You can be come as you are. You know, the LGBT community there is huge and people just are accepting. And Mm -hmm. I remember um, walking past Boston Tea Room, which is like that psychic shop, you know, for people who don't know. And I remember going in and I bought my very first Oracle deck and Mm -hmm. I messed around with it. I went with my best friend and she got like these beautiful unicorn cards and she still has them, but I threw mine in the trash like a week later. I was so scared of Oracle cards. Yes. I threw them away. I was so, they were, they were like the Doreen virtue. I forget which ones. And they were actually so spot on. Like it was definitely meant to be my deck, but I just Uh didn't own it. I didn't want to step into that yet. Like truly like so funny. Yeah, I felt pulled and it felt very real. And every message I was asking, and it was funny because I was asking about like pregnancy and birth and my job and like all of those things ended up coming like into fruition very quickly. And I got so freaked out that I threw them away. That is crazy. I guess I was the same way. I think I bought decks of Oracle cards and didn't really use them for a while. They're sitting, I have them still on like my um my windowsill like they're so like warm my sister keeps telling me she's like you need to get them out of the sunlight because they're just like so like discolorated now or discolored yeah. now um but yeah I think I was the same way I, I went in I think I went into Boston Tea Room the same store and got like two different Oracle decks didn't really use them but now I use them all the time yeah yeah it's just funny because I think it took some like I don't know removing that those layers of shame and that like learned you know thought like this is bad this is wrong when now I'm like yeah I wish I wouldn't have thrown that deck away that was a wonderful deck <laughs> now I have like four <laughs> I'm like a deck collector it, and let's talk about that like let's talk about your tools or yeah like tools you know why we use them and how other people can use them I think there's a lot of people who are curious I mean we both get dms all the time like hey yeah. can you a card for me or we've done readings yeah. for people so mm-hmm. People probably don't know this, but they can do readings for themselves. Yeah. They're intuitive too. You know, it's not like God came down and gave us like a special wand. It was like, here you are, you're the chosen one. (laughs) I wish that was true, but yeah. Um, Like everybody is the chosen one. Yeah. Um, I guess my two, like, or I have like three kind of tools that I use a lot would be. I have like energy clearing tools. So I have Palo Santo and Sage that I use pretty regularly um, just to release stagnant energy or just energy from other people. When you read, sometimes you just got to clear the energy. And I would recommend if you ever read for yourself to clear the energy afterwards. 
Um, and then I use Palio Santo to bring that good energy back in and just balance things out. And it smells um, so good. And it smells delicious. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a very like just calming and earth. It's like an earth smell. Yeah, like it's just I always think it smells earth. like coconutty to me for some, whatever reason. I smell like a hint really? of it. I'm going to smell right now. My mother-in-law loves it. She came over and she's like, can you maybe burn it kinda does, I guess. wood for me in my house? Oh, wood. Yeah. That wood? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I guess it has a coconutty smell. It just smells like earth to me, like a just nice, subtle, good smell. Um, but yeah, those are the two like things like smudging tools I use. Um, but you can actually smudge with like so many different plants, like I've roses and yeah you can wrap mugwort I just saw someone wrap mugwort I use that typically to steep tea with but you I guess you can smudge with it yeah um, and then I use a lot of crystals I don't know if you are big into crystals you know I was before I had the babies and like I still use them but they're the crystals I have are tiny and they're choking hazards so I have to put them like Ooh, yeah, I, I have to put that. them really like that could be a whole nother episode is like how to step into your woo woo as a mom, because there's so <laughs> things you just can't do like around your kids. Like I can't, uh -huh. you know, like burn sage around Julian and I have, and he's like, Whoa, fire. You know, it's like <laughs> that we don't want to draw attention to that. So, um, yeah, probably you know, not. I love them. I have a ton of them. I've had them for years, but they're choking hazards and I put them like way up high um on my bedroom dresser so no one can get them and then it's like well then I don't even get them because I forget them, about yeah them. yeah so I'm just in that funny stage with crystals and motherhood because I just I want my kids no, that's to smart on, you know? yeah yeah so I do I love them believe in them um when I worked a desk job I would take them with me to work smart you know? yeah because yeah. <laughs> I just found like people's energies in the office were really affecting me as like an empath yeah. And I would, I would like bring on their anxiety. I would feel their like tension and I would be like, just like shaking at my desk. I'm like, what can I do? So then I brought crystal. ground yourself. Yeah. yeah. And every day I would pick a different one. It'd be like citrine or whatever. Rose quartz was always yeah at all times. That That's a big <laughs> one for me. So, that's your favorite. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I would say that Maya is probably selenite. Oh. Yeah, my probably selenite. I sleep with it every night. It's like a wand, and I just like lay it right next to me. me too. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, say I that I do. I do like crystals. It's just crystals and I. We are in um, we're in a different part of our relationship right now. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back. Yeah, I was gonna say you probably need to. That's like that's scary for. A oh yeah, like I would never forgive myself if like my kid choked on like a piece of amethyst or something. Yeah, that's like, probably smart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My little, my little cousins like come into like my office, like where all my crystals are and stuff and they're younger and I have to like try to keep away all the smaller ones. I have like bigger ones, but I have smaller ones. And those are the ones obviously they're drawn to because they can hold on to them. Oh yeah. Um, and crystals. they're just, it's like weird. They like go to my room specifically for the crystals. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Jay just came in with a thing of watermelon for me. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> Jay. He really wants to be on the podcast. He's like, what if we interviewed each other? I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Like how difficult marriage is with two young children, which is actually an episode we might, we might talk about. So that would be a good one. Or his, or navigating him as a 
as a pilot and how you are like how you both navigate that in your marriage I think that'd yeah. be a good one too yeah you could do it like the real pilot Pete oh my gosh <laughs> yeah man pilot Pete exposed yeah I think that'd be hilarious um but yeah like I was saying kids are just drawn to crystals it's crazy oh, like they just I go have, into my room for that yeah I've let Julian play with them here and there but it's just like more stressful than it is relaxing because I'm like ah don't put that in your mouth you know mm-hmm. um, yeah so yeah they're not, mean. They're not meant good. for that cards are good you know all those think, things yeah I would yeah I would say the most tools I use are say smudging crystals um I'll use cards um and I'm I I personally don't use tarot just because I'm not drawn to it and that's like another thing you'll know what deck you're drawn to like I like using specific like almost like earthy magic kind of oracle. Yeah, we both have the earth magic deck, which is yeah, cool. yeah. I I like that too. I like that too. Um, I have a fairy one, which is weird. I, I like that one. I really it like is, that one too. But yeah, I, it's almost like a tarot deck, but like switched around. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at it the other day when you posted about it, I was like, it's like a, it's a tarot deck, but mm-hmm. let's say, like put that a spin. That was like on my it. tarot light. That was like my intro to tarot because I was afraid to step into it with tarot, and finally. This is really funny. The tarot deck I have is a mini. I wish I had it to like to show you because we're on a video chat for anyone who doesn't know. I wish I could show you. It is this mini little tarot deck because I was afraid to buy the big deck. So like a like a pocket deck. Yeah, it just like because <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well maybe I it won't be as strong of a energy or something. <laughs> it's just in a little tiny. I have like, a mini one. It's not as bad. Yeah, it's not as bad. God, sorry. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I think I was, it wasn't that I was afraid that God was going to be upset with me. It was, I was afraid of the power that it held. I was like, oof, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I'll go with the little guy for now. Yeah. But it's, I, don't, I just, yeah, I personally just have never been drawn to it. My sister, though, as you know, is really, so is like powerful. Yeah. She's I, really, I, I find yeah, with tarot. And it's just more direct. I think mm-hmm. it doesn't for leave sure. as much room for interpretation with like oracle, card, oracle cards. You can pick one and look at it and you can kind of decipher like you don't even for me. Is. Yeah. You don't even like for the ones that have the words underneath the picture. Sometimes that doesn't even resonate with me. It's just the image. Yeah. And so sometimes I just like interpret from the art and that's kind of how the cards come into play is you can, whatever comes up for you is what it is. So when Mm -hmm. I'm doing readings for other people, I'll look at the image and the words don't resonate with the message I'm connecting with from, you know, their energy. So I won't even read the words or vice versa. It's like, well, the image doesn't make sense to me, but the The, the words do. The words do. So, but with tarot, like hardcore tarot, it's just, this is it. Like, this is what you asked for and you have to be ready or not to hear it. And sometimes that's the thing is like, I'm not always ready to hear it. It's like, oof. Well, that's what I think a lot of people are turned off from like spiritual readings too, because they don't want to hear the truth. Like obviously everyone's intuitive so they know the answers to their deep desires and questions. And so they're like, well, I'm just not going to do it because I don't want to know the answer, but you already know it. Yeah. A lot of times people think like, well, I don't know. I don't want to know when I'm going to die or like, I don't want to know. It's like, well, you're not like, asking that only, question. <laughs> God knows that you aren't tapping into like that type of information. Yeah. Yeah. You're just tapping into your own inner knowing. 
Yeah, I guess like I don't know that. Like from growing up in a parochial school, like they always spoke of like um, few like fortune tellers or psychics and stuff telling you your whole life. They don't. They will tell you they're essentially your current energy and maybe the possible six months future, but not even like whenever I've gotten a reading, which is quite rare. Right. They don't tap into that. And so like the whole misconception is like, they can't see your whole freaking life. Like maybe, maybe a shaman or something kind of like mm-hmm. and kind of foretell it. But we also live in a world where you get to decide where you want to go and it's constantly shifting and changing. So even if I was to do a reading that, that, oh, in the next six months, you're going to get pregnant. You could decide that you don't want to and get a divorce or something. And then you're never going to, like, you're not getting a baby or like, I don't know. That's always changing. So. Yeah. And I think that's the thing people don't understand. And I've definitely had readings like that too, or I used to get so many readings back in the day. And I think that's one of the things too, is coming into my spiritual journey and accepting like my own intuitive gifts is like, there are telltale signs. Like you'll be drawn to psychics you will be drawn to crystals you will just have that like pull and after for me it was after spending so much money on other psychics this is like five years ago like before I had kids and I was like "Hmm, what should I spend my money on today yeah (laughs) I'll go see another psychic yeah yeah I'll just go see a psychic for fun and literally like that's what my friend and I did for fun. We would just go and trounce around Ferndale and get psychic readings and go eat vegan food. It was fantastic. That sounds now, like a perfect day. <laughs> it, it, it is a perfect day. Um, but you know, now with kids, it's like, I'm not, you know, I, I have gotten a few readings. I, you know, I did an aura reading, which is beautiful. And sometimes if I feel called, like I'll get, you know, I had an aura reading from you, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Too. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I just felt like, I don't want to spend money on this anymore. I feel like I can do this myself. And yeah. And that's just kind of how I fell into that. But yeah, I think there, there are people who have like writing on the wall of like, okay, well, spirit is calling you to step into your own intuitive gifts because it's so healing for yourself, but also others. You don't have to share, like you don't have to do readings for people to step into your like intuitive power it's yeah. just connecting with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that anyone can benefit from. Yeah. And I like I remember I got my birth chart read like two years ago by my astrologer. And I'd never like talked to her before. I kind of just gave her my birth chart and she read it for me. Um, and she was like telling me all these different things about she's like, you're really psychic. You are like all these really things just based on my birth chart. And I was like, meh, like. I'm not, I'm not going there, like not doing it, not doing it. And she's like, well, okay. Like that's fine. Like she was like super sweet about it. When she was like, she's like, it's coming. Like, just don't de- like, don't deny it when it comes up. Mm-hmm. And now she just laughs at me. She's like, I saw the, I saw the writing on the wall. Like she just saw it like all over my chart. I was like, that is so weird. Like, so you can have it in your birth chart essentially of like where the placements are and had the houses done. are. I would love to do that. Oh my gosh, you need to get it done. It's like the best thing in the world. It makes you just like clicks every like box oh. off. You're like, ah, oh, this is why I am Sold. the way I am. Yeah. I'll ask for that for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. No, really. It's so, oh my gosh. I, my mom has gotten it done from this, from Valerie, my other sister, my other sister. I just haven't had my yeah. second sister or the second. <laughs> Everyone get your birth chart read. You heard it here. Yeah. Not really. It'll be, it's life-changing. It seriously is life-changing. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so we have a lot to cover because I asked. I know. <laughs> I know we have so much. We could just do this all day. But I did promise that we would talk about um, some dreams. Should I pull up my phone so that I see what yeah, you're we looking can talk at? About dreams, but should we? Oh, talk? what did you want to talk about? Sorry. No, I definitely want to talk about dreams. Um, I wasn't sure if that's where you were going. That, I wanted to talk about like decoding messages from spirit and intuitive channeling first. Because I think okay. that'll be a good segue into the dreams. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So something Haley and I talk about a lot, like I honestly want to say either every day now or like every, every other day. day. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty often. It's pretty the often because we, I don't personally know too many people who are as in tune with spirit and messages and Haley and I both are and that's been something that I think has been super healing and super eye-opening in your everyday life. And I think that's something that anyone probably is already experiencing, but they just yeah. don't know. You or know? they're not aware of it to the extent. They're just like, oh, that's interesting. And they just let it go. Yeah. So let's talk about like getting messages from spirit. What does it look like for you? How do you know if it's from spirit or not? And how do you know, like, if that's, you know what I mean? Like, so tell me about your experience with that. Um, so I would say that the bit, like, the, like when I first started getting, like, when I actually started paying attention to spirit messages was when I left my um, corporate job, but, like, draw a job that I had before I stepped into, like, my entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, I was traveling a lot via car to Chicago, all the cities in Ohio at least once a week. And so coming from Detroit, that's a lot of time in the car. So in the car quite a bit and I don't like to drive that much. So it was, it sucked. (laughs) Um, And so I'd ask spirit, God, like send me a sign. Like, am I supposed to be doing this? Am I like, just let me know. I'm not like not supposed to be here if I'm not supposed to be here because I can't do this anymore. Like I'm dying at this job, but if this is where I'm supposed to be, I'll stick it out. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing um, 40, 444 oh, everywhere yeah. I looked, everywhere I looked, that was the number. And it was just like all over the place. And then the second sign I started seeing was white egrets, which are these giant like water birds mm. and they'd be flying all over. And they only, <laughs> they only flew essentially when I was like around Detroit. Oh. And so yeah. I was like, so it kept reoccurring. I started looking into the messages and like, they're essentially saying you're going through a rebirth, like, like all these big changes are happening. And so I only was at that job for a year. Um, and then what spirit typically will do with you is we'll give you as many reasons as you possibly need to leave, um, or we'll force you out. (laughs) And so for me, there was some ethical issues going on in the company And, um, I just was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, how can you be blinded by what's going on? Um, and essentially I was working for a company that was selling, it's not going to make sense. I'm going to tell a story. Essentially they were selling moldy water and I was a distributor for this water. And I was like, I can't be giving this water to children, elderly people, and even just about regular healthy adults. Um, and like once I became aware of it, cause I started seeing things in the water. I was like, what is this? It doesn't look right. And I started talking to other like distributors in other States and they're like, yeah, they were told by the CEO that it's mold. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. So like within a week I quit. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I can't yeah. ethically do this. Right. And, and that's when I started my business. So, uh, yeah. 
It was uh, quite a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, that is a real, that is a roller coaster. Um, so what do spirit messages feel like for you? Like, how do you know? So you've seen like numerology for those who don't know, like when you see a repeating number, like 222, 1111, 444, 333, you can look them up. You can Google them. Actually, you can look on Pinterest too. There's a lot of like quotes underneath them, but they're called angel numbers. And that is how the spirit world connects with you because they can't always use real words so they communicate yeah. through symbolism signs numbers so that is what she's referring to and it's called numerology I think that's kind of where I started noticing spirit numbers too and I didn't know like I didn't know that was numerology but my friend Natalia and I I'll name drop her even though our friends will probably listen to this and be like you guys are weird but we are weird so <laughs> <laughs> um we know we were on like the same high vibe path and I feel like she was brought into my life to like I don't know we both have just had really trippy encounters and how we met was really crazy and I won't get into that but I just feel like she was put in my life to kind of guide me like we both have guided each other through the spirit journey and we'd be like whoa it's 11 11 or whoa it's 2 2 2 and we just started noticing those things and then finally we're like whoa that that's called numerology. That's called an angel number. And then we just got hooked. And like, you know, we just, I think we aligned on this energetic vibration and then the universe kept matching it and matching it. And we just kept vibing higher, which sounds like so hippie, like, whoa, if we're vibing high, but like we truly were, and we still do. It's weird. And then like, I think the universe aligns you with people at your same frequency, like you and I now we're like, yeah angel numbers yeah that's just like the yeah. norm yeah it's funny because once you become open to that the universe and the energy of the universe keeps matching it I think that makes sense yeah. no that. no you're saying that right because a lot of people um so this is, goes both ways so if you are in a vibrational match for the life you want or the people that you want to have found in yourself you're never gonna like be that person or be with around those people so essentially like attracts like. So if you mm. are constantly putting yourself down and being negative, 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 that's the type of an environment and people you're going to attract. But if you are high vibrational and yeah. you are always, not not always positive, but op optimistic yeah, and you start liking, start act, actually just like being in alignment with yourself, you're going to start attracting those same people that are on the same path as you and yeah. people that are ahead of you so that you can grow in your um, spirituality and things like that. And I think what you and I talk about a lot are the spirit signs. So like, of course, numerology, but also like they communicate with animals. So mm -hmm. if you're seeing like a cardinal, which is like everybody, most people know a cardinal is, a, you know, what do they say? It's like an angel from heaven or what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a spirit. Uh, yeah, spirit it's like, message. so most people are okay with the cardinal sign. They're like, oh, it's a cardinal. It's an angel. Mm -hmm. Like when you say like, I saw, you know, what is it? A blue heron for you or something. Yeah, yeah that was Other like, birds. that's not very common for a lot yeah, of people. It's, not, it's not very common. Or like you keep noticing like the same little animal in your yard. Like for us, we get or like you, you got, you saw bunnies the other day and you're oh, like, I saw like a whole family of bunnies and I'm like, I, so for me, I know it's a spirit message when it feels just kind of out of place and it catches just, my attention quickly. And then yeah, you know, it's like not a coincidence. Message. Yeah. For me, it's like, if it feels like a, it's a message, it is. And I've never been wrong about this. 
like ever, even when I've done readings, I'm like, what did I see for you the other day? Like a rock with something and like, Oh yeah. <laughs> so wild. Like if I feel it's a message, I'm not turning down my own intuitive guidance and I'm accepting it. And then I, I know it is. Like, also, you're like, you'll know when like you're drawn to something out of the corner of your eye or like something that you wouldn't like, it's only there for five it. seconds. You'll just be like, yeah. Oh, that's weird. You know, like we'll have deer in our backyard at like a funny time. Or like, if I'm thinking about someone who has passed away, which, you know, I did talk about recently, my friend that passed away almost a year ago last year, the day he died, I got a text from my phone with a photo of a dove. Random number, totally didn't make any sense. But I knew right then I was like, that's a sign from him. That mm-hmm. is him. And every single time I get a message, it's a dove. And it's yeah. funny because his parents posted a photo on Facebook of a dove nest that they had found that same week at their house. And I'm like, that is spirit message. Like mm-hmm. that is how they come through. So even like the departed come through animals and symbols and signs and numbers. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand. And even through the radio, like you've had that happen. I've had that happen. Oh like, yeah. Just weird things. Sure. That so don't how do make you, sense. <laughs> what does it feel like for you? So when I channel, I kind of feel like something like comes over me. And a lot of the times some people will come back and say, Hey, you remember that reading you did for me? And you said X, Y, Z was going to happen. And it did. And I'm like, no, I don't remember because when I I channel, it's not like it just spirit just flows through me. And I don't necessarily always remember. Mm -hmm. That's the weird thing too. That happens for me. Yeah. I don't remember. Typically I might remember like a bit, a little bit. Yeah. Like maybe like a specific it'd have to be something super specific, but I don't remember the whole reading. Like it'd be really vague. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing that happens for me is I get, I start to sweat and I'm not like hot or anything. My body just gets cold. I've been talking about it now. My hands get cold. I told you that. Yeah. 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 I thought that was interesting. Yeah. My, yeah. I just sweat. Um, it's weird. Like in weird places, it's just weird. Um, so those are some signs that people can know that like they are channeling to, um, and some people like with my sister, when she's channeling, her eyes get different, like they get larger and more dilated and then she'll like come through and you're like, Oh, you're back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That happens with me with writing, not with my eyes, but just like, I you zone get, out. Yeah. I totally zone out. Um, and I think what, ha- what helps. So like, if I'm talking to someone, you know, and I'm saying, okay, well, if you want to learn how to channel even just for yourself to try to get some of your own intuitive guidance getting into like a trance lights trance like state so just kind of totally zoning out don't think about anything go to like the most quiet place you can and just sit there and breathe like yeah you don't have to close your eyes even like when I get into a trance state I just kind of like stare off and I just breathe And then I come back and I can look at the world and it's just like sign after sign after sign. And I don't second guess it Mm -hmm. because I've learned, I'll, I'll say in a reading, I'm like, okay, this, for whatever reason, this sounds really goofy to me, but did this ever happen? And then they get back to me like, yes. And it, sometimes it feels silly. It's like, that doesn't feel Mm -hmm. right. That could, that couldn't have happened. But I've learned just in doing these readings and connecting with my own intuition that like, 
you can't second guess. It no. is. It just is like, yeah, that's it. You have okay. to, that's something I'd have to say is just trust that knowing, even if it sounds like, even if most of the times your head will say, no, that's not right. But you're yeah. typically right. Yeah. I was going to say, since you're, you're kind of a veteran and so it's probably easier for you to trance and just like zone out for yourself. Um, I would say something that people can do right now. And I know like meditation is like such a, like a buzzword. Everyone mm. does meditate. I'm not like, it's probably one of the best things I've done for myself. And I know that being a mom, you probably can't meditate all the time, but no, if you when can, I do, it does help. Yeah. That's mm. so like, so if you do have five to 10 minutes a day to just get quiet. Something that really helped me also like tap in and just drop in really quickly was listening to specific vibrational frequencies um, free on YouTube. And they have different ones for either um, different vibrational meanings. Like, so like the love frequency or opening your third eye or um, healing, physical healing, emotional healing, but there's different ones you can do. Do one that sounds good for you and just like tap in and just allow that oh, explain sound that to like someone who is like what's a frequency what oh. you know <laughs> um let's so pretend it, my grandma's listening well both my grandmas are passed away so they technically are listening are listening pretend that she's still here and she wants to listen to my podcast and homegirl doesn't know what an energy is <laughs> so we're all made up of frequencies um and the most common frequency that we are currently listening to via the radio more like everyday radio is 40 or 440 hertz which is essentially mind numbing and brain numbing mm -hmm. um it doesn't make you think and it just like continues to like bring down your vibrational frequency as a whole so um what i listen to in the evenings and even throughout the night is like anything That's other than more. while you sleep yeah. dang you're next level I, it makes me sleep and it just like gets me in like a, I wake up happier and when I don't do it, I notice a difference. Um, so common frequency, like the most common frequency is 432 uh, H little Z, which is Hertz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the love frequency. And that's the one I would probably start with for everyone. It's just going to really raise your vibration How and just make you feel lighter. Is there like a minimum or just like even a couple However long you want. Yeah, I was going to say five, five minutes is fine. Benefit. Um, it also it raises you your vibration. Babies. Yeah, raises your vibration. Even if you have little babies, you can play it and they'll calm them, mm. soothe them. Like, okay. Obviously, babies are much more. Yeah, it's like white noise. I wonder if that has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both there's of them probably like white noise. It probably is a frequency, right? Yeah. It pro yeah, there's probably, there's, there's honestly so many. Yeah. Um, Wild. Yeah. That's, that's what cool. I would probably So people recommend. could you know, if you don't feel like getting in a trance-like state is something you could just easily do, which you're right. I have been practicing that for a while and I'm, I'm like easily able to just snap into like, yeah, you're able to go into that wave yeah. frequency a lot quicker than someone yeah. just starting out, which is where, where Brittany is going is into theta. Um, that's oh, where she yeah, taps totally. into. Yeah. I don't even know. Like I don't, Haley reads all these fabulous books. <laughs> She's so book smart knows everything about Everything air signs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love breathing. So what's theta? What is that? So I, I'd have to look at all of them. There's alpha, theta. Um, I have to look them all up, but theta. Is that just like a trance state or is that just like a. It's the frequency of um, like, it's where you drop in and like you 
essentially where you drop in and you don't think anymore. I mm. think most of us are in alpha at the like moment. And then you walk as around you, as an alpha and you can, I, I'd have to look at it and I'm probably something. saying it wrong. If someone like is listening to that, but she's saying it wrong. Um, I know theta is like where you are, where you want to be when you're meditating. I don't know where we are at waking point, but there's, that makes sense there's to three. Getting the, like the word wrong. I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Everyone else would understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I'm not a master at that, at the brain. No. <laughs> you don't, yeah, you don't have to be, I'm not a master either. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> That's the thing. You just have to go with the flow. That's what I was just, did you read my post today? No. My Instagram message? I, I, I liked it, it, but I didn't read it. So no, no, oh, not my, it, it was a story. Let me find it again. Oh, it was like, I, did, I don't the, think I did. I didn't get the, yeah, the themes that I've been like coming up with it, with readings is just like so many people. I keep keep repeating the same messages, like don't force it, like stop yeah. trying to be in control of everything and just like go with the flow and just mm. be. So it's funny that you just said that. Yeah, yeah, that's been a big thing. Is just like you know, it, like with spirit messages, the animals, and the dreams, which we will go in in just a second. Just like knowing. And not second guessing, even if you, your mind wants to second guess and tell you that's silly, it's a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, anyone can intuitively connect. I think one of the biggest thing too, with like intuitively connecting is, and this is something that I've, th- this was a good intro to that for me. So like everyone has been in a car driving and they've been like, mm, I don't know if I should turn left something doesn't feel right but then you turn left and then you're like stuck in traffic for two hours or like or or you listen to that and you're like hmm something tells me i shouldn't turn left i'm not gonna turn left and then you find out an hour later there was like an accident and you see your life so i think people when they hear spirituality and woo woo and all of this you know spirit talk it's like you are intuitively connected all the time and you yeah, can decide and- to turn it off or not, but you really should learn to embrace it because it can not only save your life, but help you make really important decisions. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because those are all different forms of like your clear abilities. And I don't know if you want to get into those or not, but yeah, like that specifically, like, no, like it having a physical feeling of not turning right or left mm-hmm. is a form of like, uh, clairsentient with this clear feeling and then clear cognizance which is clear knowing so mm-hmm. those are just like different things you just not everyone has them yeah I think let's talk about that before we get into the dreams because we have a lot to go in with the dreams that's like a whole thing but <laughs> with people like where do you think people are born intuitively and then what do you think happens like why are why is there like the Long Island medium who just like freaks everybody out with her intuition and her knowing and her mediumship And then there's someone like me who definitely, you know, can do those readings. That's like, whoa, how did you know that? But like, how, like, why are there, why is this, there are these discrepancies between gifts and like, what do you think, where are people born and how do they get there? Or do you think some people are just super gifted? Like, where do, what do you think? I think everyone has intuitive abilities at different varying degrees Mm -hmm. and based on your essentially your soul contract you either wake up and you accept them and you use the gifts that you were here 
to use or you kind of just were like coast through life and it's not your purpose to use them in this current life essentially Mm -hmm. um for the long island medium i think her sole purpose was essentially to connect people with their deceased loved ones and gap or make the bridge and connect the dots so that they can see that there is a life after death and you can still connect with those people even if it's just through another person right Um, yeah I think everyone has it I think it's just going to be on varying different levels and right and I think if people understood why they had it like the purpose I think is to heal Mm -hmm. it's to heal yourself and to heal others it's not to be like well, girl, I just bought this tarot deck and I'm going to tell you Susie Joe's about to break up with Stevie Lou or whatever and like get into the dramatics of things with intuition. It's not about that. It's about, yeah, like consenting with spirit saying, okay, like I always tell you this, if I do a reading, as soon as I, when someone says, hey, Brittany, can you do a reading for me? And I even mentally think yes, spirit just comes right in and gives me all of these signs because I've consented. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing too, is like you mentioned soul contracts. Like you don't have to consent to this. Like you have like your permission. So if you can sign away and say, yes, yeah. I'm here to help heal myself, to help heal others, sign me up. I'm like in the spirit army. Here we go. Yeah. Or you can say, hmm, nah, I pass. Mm-hmm. Just move through life. Yeah. And yeah, you, you don't have messages, to. Or you, you, you'll just be turned off from them. You can turn yourself off. You can consent to it or yeah. not. And I think that's a big difference is like, I tell everyone, I'm not like hardcore gifted. I think I just have consented and I've, I've raised my hand to help the healing of others. And I think when you yeah. do that and you raise your vibration, the universe, God will help you help others. Your soul Hopefully. has to be in that like pure state that Christ-like state we talk about, you know, yeah. in order yeah, to help the right. healing. And it's like with Reiki, you know, Reiki, they're not like, they have the divine power through the divine. Everyone mm-hmm. has that. You can connect with the divine, which is God, right? Source energy. You can connect with that or not. It's not yeah. one person is born like. With it, yeah. With they it. might be more a little, they might be more open and. Right be more lit up than you, but it doesn't mean that you can't continue to strengthen and develop those abilities. Um, For sure. And I think think that's that's the whole point of it. You continue to do it your entire life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's something I learned when my friend passed away. I talked a little bit about it in the last podcast, but I went through this like really funky stage of grief in the very beginning where I was just Googling, like, what happens? What do you feel? And then like, what happens on the other side? And I mean, I could talk for hours about like crossing over and all those things that I've learned, but like one of the big things I learned in his passing is that having your soul in a good spot before you pass is everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people focus on like having the best life here, but I don't think a lot of people focus on like, how can I have the most optimal experience on the other side? You know? Yeah. And I think that's, I think a lot of people wake up after they pass on and they, and that's why they come to you too, to be like, it's real. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, that gives me chills. Yeah. It reminds me of something I saw on Facebook once. And it was like this whole thing about, it was like a, an article of people who have had near death experiences. And this one woman, like 
passed away for a few minutes and she woke up and wrote on a little notepad, it's real. Oh, oh. it covers me in chills because it is real. And mm-hmm. that's why I, I feel so strongly about talking about people, talking about spirit and helping people connect with their own intuition and being okay to step into that like spiritual freedom and that power yeah. for your it's own healing. pulling my hair right now. Oh my gosh. Spirit <laughs> signs. Yeah. I get covered in chills when I know something is like, like when God's happy with what I just said, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're like pulling my hair. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. This just fills me up. It's, it, it's very, it's funny because when you vibrationally match a frequency you don't get drained you feel like filled it's like it recharges your batteries yes so that's something we all should probably talk about if like so if you do start to do readings or something like that you're in tune you can have people take your energy oh away. Like, I, I, I don't see them really anymore I have to like really be okay and people have to message me like hey I really need help and I'll do it because the one time I marketed my readings for like, or promoted it, you know, for like a week or two. Oh girl, I was beat up. It's hard. Because you, it's like, you have to know how to cleanse that. And you also have to realize that you don't have to read for everyone. Cause not everyone mm-hmm. that you read for is going to be good for your personal energetic body. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day I read for someone, I just felt so exhausted after I was like, I need to take a freaking shower. I need to just like, that's the thing you can release this. Like you can understand what's yours and what isn't yours. And even when I do readings, like I did a reading for a friend the other day and I was like, wow, I'm feeling very OCD. I'm feeling very like hyper vigilant on the, on the most minute details. And I was like, that ain't me. I'm not, I am not an OCD person, but I picked up on that because that's energy. You can quickly pick up and embody. And then I'm able to realize like, well, this isn't mine. And I will not consent. That's the thing you can tell spirit, energy, all of it. I don't consent to this. This isn't mine. And I literally just like, you know, imagine it off of me. Yeah. You can cut the cords or, um, my my astrologer told me the other day because she knows I'm like getting into this she's like take a shower and yes. at the end of your shower um like bend your neck over and have cold water hit the back of your neck and ha- until you get a chill because that like releases energy too it's like what they attach yeah 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 so I think that's something too is a lot of people probably will go into work and be like oh my god I know for me I remember having this desk job and every time my mood would just be so contingent upon this other girl's mood. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like I am genuinely like a happy bubbly person, like morning person walk into the office with coffee and like crack a few jokes. And like, I don't know. I, I just picked up on that really quickly. Like what was mine and what's not. And I still have a hard time with that. Like it's still hard to, yeah. even with like what's going on with the coronavirus and the world grieving. And even today, like it's rainy, it's gloomy. I feel kind of ho-hum. Like I'm picking know, up so everyone today. else's feelings, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think everybody does. Like we are all just these sponges. Which is a good segue because I think a lot of the dreams that you t- sent me, at least from yesterday, 
many people that are sending in your dream, sending in the dream to today's like question box where mm-hmm. a lot of them were picking up, I think on the energy, energy of the world collectively. Cause I'll be honest, those dreams were all pretty sad or really uh, sad and really frustrating. Anxious. Yeah. Anxious, which is anxiety. not the norm for myself oh. or for oh. you. Yeah. I don't ever get dreams like that. So, I mean, I get anxiety dreams sometimes, but a lot of these are like pretty textbook, like teeth falling out or things like that. Or what was the other one that, oh, a couple of like literally two or three people had the same dream. Same dream. Mm -hmm. What was it about dialing 911? Yep. Being out of control, can't dial it because it doesn't. Can't dial it, the phone breaks, the keys don't work, you can't Mm -hmm. get through, and then the dream ends, and you wake up like, oh my God, I'm helpless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're really interesting, which I was like. So let's talk about that. Like, maybe share a couple of them because I I know a lot of people. Pull them up. Yeah, I'll I'll pull them up on my phone, the ones you at least you sent me, and then we can read them and kind of just like go through them, I guess. Yeah. Let's see, where's Brittany? I know the other night I had a dream about a lemon tree and I always come to Haley. Well, we share our dreams back and forth and we're like, whoa, I had a dream about this. And the other night I had a dream about a lemon tree and it was the night before I launched the podcast and the lemons were like just about ripe. There's like a hint of green on the lemons on the lemon tree. And Haley was like, oh, that's a sign of like, what was it? A sign of uh, like like uh, abundance and growth and, abundance uh, and growth it's about like both to come to fruition because yeah, it's like right yeah yeah so it made total sense to me that I dreamt of a lemon tree the night before the podcast was born because it was like oh yeah this is it was almost ripe it's the night before and the next morning like the fruit was ready to be picked and just kind of funny so I think for us Haley and I like the dreams have helped us understand and even decode messages in our waking life a little bit more because mm-hmm. you know and we can talk about this before we get into the dreams like yeah why we're able to pick up more information or even like getting you know I get connections with the departed I will dream of people who passed away grandparents my friend and I'm able to have conversations and all of these things in my dreams and why why is that like why what is there about the the sleep state let's talk about that oh so when so in our waking life we are not the same vibrational frequency as someone that is a spirit mm-hmm. and it's it's i mean for some spirits they have to vibrate at such a certain level to lower themselves to reach us not that we're at a lower vibration but they're at such a higher vibration that they have to kind of lower themselves to reach us mm-hmm. and there's only a very short window for them to communicate essentially with us and most people are very naive and don't pick up on them and unless you're in tune like me or Brittany we can typically tell when a spirit's near or if they're touching us or if they're trying to relay a message we can pick up on it but it's not I mean I think everyone can do it but it's not everyone's like understand and their understanding Mm -hmm. um so when you sleep you kind of give up control and you enter a new reality of sorts and they're able to just penetrate that a lot easier than in the waking life. So they're able to be in this, in the dream space with you in their physical, in a physical form and use physical language with us to communicate rather than physically appearing with us in the in current reality. Cause they can't reach that very quickly or mm-hmm. maintain that for a long period of time rather than or in the dream space. They can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Um, 
how how easy it is to understand now you know how it connects yeah and so and that's everything so if you do see someone that's departed in your dreams for me that's always them communicating with you and actually in the dream with you Mm -hmm. like so don't ever like it's a real conversation not like oh it's a real encounter that was a, just a dream. It's like, no, if that hug felt real, that was a real hug. And they were there yeah. in my grief too, or just in general, like when I see my grandma and she has something to say, I go back and like, Hey dad, grandma had said this, and, you mm-hmm. know, it like will make sense. And um, the other thing I should also mention, so there's probably going to be a little, well, so-and-so does has never came to me in my dreams or mm. like they come to my sister or they go to so-and-so and they you just might not be ready to see them in their physical form yet and, and then you always still be too me, real you always tell me to straight up ask spirit straight yeah. up ask who you want to talk to to give you a sign straight up ask please come in my dreams i want to see you be mm-hmm. very open because sometimes they won't unless you mm-hmm. consent and you yeah. say Okay. You're willing to see them. I'm, I'm willing to see you. Um, and sometimes I even put like uh, contingencies, like I'm okay to see you as long as you don't scare me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I have had, I mean, even like family members have came to the house, like there's an energy up in this house. Like, yes, there is. It's an old man. He came to me like the first week in my dream, showed his face, has, I told Haley about this. He has tried to be like a prankster, turning on lights, turning off lights, turning on ceiling fans, moving things, opening drawers. A lot of you are probably freaked out, but I'm not because I know that I can either consent to it or I can say, please stop. And it stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they also match with like electricity a lot. So like yes. if you have like a light that constantly Fear doesn't like, yeah. Yeah. Because it's an energetic. Frequency. Yeah. They can, they can, can use a frequency like electricity and manipulate it just like they can uh, manipulate like radio frequencies. I've uh, even noticed like with you when like your spirit guides are really happy with what you're saying for whatever reason my volume like jumps right up. So <laughs> it's super weird but I know it's a message. I know they're like hey everyone listen to this. Uh, listen in. She's yeah. talking. Um. Yeah it's wild. That is cool. I think that's the only thing too is just not like I don't know, like shutting that off in your head. Like, is this a sign? Yes, it's a sign. If it feels mm-hmm. it's a sign, it's a sign. That's what I always yeah. say. That's, yeah, I don't, never say Don't it. doubt it. No, yeah. No. So let's talk about dreams. So do you want me to start reading a couple that you sent me sure. or? Yeah, okay. So yeah. So the one that you sent me, I think this is like a, a couple, they were the same. So this one said, I have this reoccurring dream where I am in some sort of situation that I need to call 911. But when I try when I try to dial, I'm accidentally pressing other buttons, and I keep having to backspace and try again. Like I can't dial the number incorrectly or make the call. Um, so to me, that's always like a lack of control, like in your waking life. It's a subconscious dream, so your subconscious is allowing you to see essentially like your patterns, like you're constantly wanting to be in control. And what you want to be in control is something that you deem as unfair, which is the 911 justice system. Um, so like something is unjust to you. And so you're trying to call 911, you're trying to make um, it just, and you're trying to control the situation, but you can't, mm-hmm. um, which essentially you can't really control anything in your waking life. So right. this is just a dream showing you probably I think people- to let it be. 
Yeah. Who tend to have higher anxiety, which is the case for everyone right now. Everyone's anxiety is heightened with what's going on in the world. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, in my years of going to therapy for anxiety, I've, I have issues with control and needing to be in control. That's why I've never would do drugs because I like to be in control. Or if I drink alcohol, I don't go, I've I've definitely been drunk before and I didn't like it because I was out of control. And I think with anxiety, it's that same thing. It's like, I am too anxious to go there because I don't want to be out of my body and lose control. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, yeah, that makes sense. So everyone's super anxious right now. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think that's just collectively like, Mm -hmm. you could just be absorbing that. Yeah. It could, yeah, that could be just a generic dream too. It doesn't have to be, um, falling out is a very generic dream. Let's talk yeah. about that one. I think someone sent the teeth falling out one. What's yeah, that one? That one to me is just like straight up stress. Like, oh, you, yeah. like you are just you like losing control too. Cause like if your teeth fall out, you can't really control. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vanity or like self, you know, being self-critical or self-conscious. If you lose your teeth, how would you feel about yourself? Yeah. I think with the, like, so with all these dreams, making sure like if you ever want someone just to interpret them which I do um you should have everything laid out so try to remember every person that was in your dream mm, colors wearing, color that color is yeah. like she goes okay you were wearing a sweater what color was color was yeah after scratchy it all yeah. flies I'm like I yeah. don't know <laughs> but it's yeah good. to remember as much as you can and what like write it down as soon as you wake up yeah because but there's, there's so much symbolism. And so you could have a generic dream where your teeth are falling out. Where were your teeth falling out? Was it at work? Were you in your bedroom? Were you in the bathroom? Like those are all going to be different things. Um, <laughs> different someone's like teeth falling out at work. work. You're like, <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, Think about it of your apple and it's just like covered <laughs> And then you have a, then you have an apple. Like what does the apple symbolize? Like there's teeth. What was that yeah. like? Yeah. So yeah, when you have dreams like yeah. this, make sure you write down as much detail as you can. And even just for your own self, like have a dream journal and then start to track them and see the symbol symbols that continue to repeat themselves. Like the other week, what did I have? So many symbolism with three, like a cop oh, yeah. seeing three is in my dream. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're all, they're all, there's lots so much symbolism in dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, which I thought was really interesting, but also like really broke my heart. Um, was ever since I was a little, ever since I was little, I had dreams here and there of my mom dying. It's only a dream I can remember having. That's the same dream over and over. We are in a room or a building. It's never clear, but the entire dream, me and my brothers are trying to get my mom before she's killed, dies. Oh my God. And we never make it in time. She's alive, but an absent parent. I don't have, I don't have them every day. They just are here and there throughout my entire life. The most recent one was two weeks ago. Mm. She's trying to, she's trying to save her mother and she's grasping for her mother to be present in her life, but she's never going to be essentially. And so her reaching or her brother and and her dream, she's trying to save her mom. She's trying to save her mom. She's trying to make her mom come to her in the waking life, Mm -hmm. be there for her, but she's not. And so that's, and she knows like, essentially it's almost like your relationship with your mother is dying. She's not really yeah, dying. Wow. Her, your relationship with her is dying. Which can feel like you can certainly mourn that loss mm-hmm. as a death, right? Oh, yeah. For, no, yeah. Those, those feelings are definitely valid. And essentially, if you're having this dream, maybe you aren't releasing those emotions of 
that a relationship death. Yeah. Maybe that this dream is trying to help you release those emotions because you can have dreams where you're forced to release those emotions because you don't wake, you don't release them in the waking life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah, that was. Uh, let's see. I have a reoccurring, I have reoccurring dreams about having a dirty swimming pool um, size and the messy very, I don't know what the rest of that said. But the dirty swimming pool, to me, is something, (laughs) I hate talking about these because they're like typically just about yourself. Um, So with this person, the swimming pool is you Mm. and you feel like there's something dirty about yourself. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, something you're ashamed of. Yeah, right? Wouldn't that dirt be shame? Okay. Shame. um, It could be something physical too. Mm. And again, with these dreams having um, more details would be easier for me to interpret. Like, mm-hmm. is it summertime? Is it winter? Um, what kind of kind of bathing suit are you wearing? What does the pool right. look like? Um, do, you see, do you see other people there? Just like more symbolism, but typically mm-hmm. that's going to be a, symbol, a symbolic of you and something that you don't like about yourself, whether that be shame, something physical. Yeah. Um, so most dreams are connected then to our own human experience what about when you have dreams of someone else like last night I had a dream of my sister-in-law about to give birth or actually going into labor and you're like oh well that's related to you and like this new birth of this and that so yeah explain that like how you could maybe have a dream about someone else I mean I certainly had dreams about people dying in my life where I'm like oh my god I went to my friend's funeral or my mom's funeral or whatever Mm -hmm. it was so sad Talk about how that relates to, it always ties to you typically, unless it's a yeah. premonition, which. Unless, yeah. And those are different kind of dreams. You'll know those are different because they feel different and they feel almost as if it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, you're actually in that reality in that space. You wake up like, wait a second, where was I kind of a feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, but with other people, those people have different vibrational frequencies and either you're picking up on that and you're just mimic, like your subconscious is bringing them in to show you something about yourself. Um, and they're using that, right? Yeah. They're typically just showing you something about yourself and you're waking um, and using them for the message. Yeah. Just over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's, I mean, you could go so much deeper with that and there's, there's so many layers to dreams. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> like- crazy. Um, Let's see. This one was interesting. Uh, credits for my degree, and I still need to take algebra in order to graduate. I've had this kind of dream too, though. I've had the it's dream a childhood. Where, yeah, I've had the dream where like I can't graduate, or like I yeah, I've had the dreams where I can't complete school, mm-hmm. or I need to graduate, but like I failed a class. I've definitely had those dreams myself. Yeah, and that to me is something that is so what I would think is what during like when you were actually that age and needed to do that class, how did that affect you in that period of your life? Maybe go bad in that time. And yeah. Were you good at math? Did you feel like you weren't smart enough? No. Yeah. I definitely felt like I'm not smart enough. Is something, (laughs) is something now making you feel like you're not smart enough. Right. And is that the reason you're going back to that moment of your life where you didn't feel smart enough and now, your waking life currently there's something that makes you feel dumb or not smart enough to finish mm-hmm. that's typically what it's bringing you back to wild makes yeah. sense dreams are cool <laughs> yeah, they are cool you love dreams 
I love dreams. Yeah, you love even dreams. do like herbals to have lucid dreams or so talk yeah. about that real quick. So yeah. if someone's like, I never remember my dreams, how can you help someone remember their dreams? So first of all, I would ask you what type of medications you take. Um, Cause sometimes the medications you take, whether they be antidepressants or in anxiety, um, those can like really Mm-hmm. affect your dream space and even just regular medication that you're prescribed can sometimes affect your dreams mm-hmm. um, the other thing that can affect your dreams is if you smoke marijuana it's just mm-hmm. something that your brain is I don't know if it's just so you relaxed have less dreams on that or more I ask you have less that. yeah yeah you have less yeah you don't dream yeah good to know good to know um, yeah you would think being so relaxed that you would um, but actually you miss that REM sleep um, so you don't have that dream. I'm sure space. drinking alcohol could maybe. Drinking alcohol, um, I think actually enhances your dreams, but not like in almost like a negative space. Because yeah, again, you that's aren't a lower vibe. Yeah, it's a lower vibrational. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But if you want to start enhancing your dreams, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm going to just like say, yeah, just take your own risk. Don't sue no, do for just yeah. giving you your own risk. Um, there's a lot of different herbs that you can use to essentially lucid dream or just help with dream, dream, dream recall. Um, mugwort is the number one one I would use for mm-hmm. just super simple to use. Is it like a tea yeah. or a powder? Yeah. Yeah. You get it in an herb form, dried herb. And they sell it at health food stores. You can just pick it up. It's already, it's really good for digestion. So it's mm-hmm. multiple uses. Um, but yeah, you drink it before bed, about 30 minutes, have a cup of it. And the more you drink it, the more it builds in your body and the more you will have dream recall. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue Lotus is also a wonderful uh, flower and herb to use for dream recall. Essentially, just don't do it when you're driving or operating like machinery because um, it can alter um, your perception. It's such a mild drug. I just have to say that though. Um, just I think like legally, you shouldn't drive it or yeah. drive when you're using it. Right. Um, and actually, ancient Egyptians would use it as a form of like a relaxation. Like they'd mix it with alcohol, and it would give them more of a euphoric feeling. And that's yeah, a really old herb. And it's wonderful. With caution, but yeah, all of these essentially also open up your third eye, so you'll get more messages as well. People are probably like, "What's a third eye?" Oh, like, well, you, why, you should talk. Do, yeah, why do you have a third eye and I don't? So I actually <laughs> I understand it, but I think it's hard for me to like explain it. So basically, there are seven chakras, right? There's so many. There's, There's actually seven, more seven. than twelve yeah. now, but the, to the yeah. average person, right? There is like, I think over like hundreds of chakras. The main ones you have are seven, I believe. Yeah, the main ones that everyone knows about, there are seven. And your third eye is located right between or right above the the center of your forehead. Yeah, like they call it your crown. That is your pineal gland. Mm -hmm. That helps you have more intuition and like clear they're seeing right so what would that be clear sen- clairvoyance clairvoyance so that will help you h- how but it essentially it opens all of them it opens all of your abilities so all yeah, of it does yeah 
It decalcifies uh, your pineal gland. Yes. Yeah. Which goes from the forehead all the way back to the end of your skull. Yeah. Um, yeah terrible. So, like, I can't really explain it, but. No, no, no. It's, I mean, there's, I don't think even. Yeah. But I think that really the average person be like, what is a third eye? Where is it? In my armpit? Like. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's just above your brows. Yeah. <laughs> just above your brow. Um, and essentially when it's decalcified and essentially lit, um, you can have, you can remember your dreams, you mm. can be more in tune with the world around you, get more messages yeah. um, and really open up all of your clear abilities. Um, yeah, which is important. It's just like, yeah, it just, it really, so these herbs or those two herbs I just mentioned are really powerful for yeah. just calcifying it and just right. allowing you to remember. Mm-hmm. So there like was. That. There was one dream that is interesting, and this girl has reached out to me quite a bit about sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. So talk to me about that. So sleep paralysis is typically a form of when you do not have control of your body. And um, to me, whenever you have go through sleep paralysis, I don't know if you're actually there. Um, Hang on. My three-year-old came in as both light years. Hi, Julian. <laughs> um, one second. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, with the um, sleep paralysis, typically that is a form. I think when you go through sleep paralysis, it's a form of like a lower vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, and so something in your waking life is lowering your vibration, or your vibration is so low that um, you're going through the sleep paralysis in the, at night. And it's something that could be, have been traumatic for you in the past and that's coming to fruition now. Um, the energy something, yeah, something stressful. Like trauma that- yeah, there, I've never had sleep paralysis. I know people have that have, and it's- I've had like arms falling asleep or legs, but- No, this is No, this is like, experience. it's so different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is like you, your eyes are the only thing that's able to blink. Ooh, that's so scary. Yeah. And you can't, essentially you, you feel like you can't breathe. Um, right. There can be beings that come and visit you, but those are also lower vibrational beings. Um, I think she did mention that. Like, Yeah, there it's, it's a quite terrifying experience. Raising your vibration, um, t- like setting an intention before you go to bed is going to be key. Uh-huh. Say I am not allowing anything to bother me while I'm I'm asleep. Setting that intention, praying before bed, yes. um, sleeping with crystals to raise your vibration and essentially protect you um, is going to be important. And Which then one do, would you recommend for protection? Uh, probably selenite, okay. the white light. Yeah, um, that's the one I would use. I mean, even rose quartz to uh, strengthen your heart chakra and that mm-hmm. love space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would also clear the space. It sounds like you have something with like that needs to be cleared within you, but I would clear your space with sage, then burn some Palo Santo to cleanse that energy and make it essentially good again. Um, but yeah, there, I can feel for this person. That's a really uh, traumatic, like, yeah, it's an experience. Yeah. It sounds like it. And I think it's something that she's struggled with before she's reached out to me and we've done readings and some things have come through with some healing and trauma but I wanted to ask you too because I know when if someone's going through this you just kind of want like relief and I, I kind of said foods but like I think this no that that too that too yeah the vibrational food that food. you eat you know should be of a high vibration and 
I'm actually going to have a whole podcast episode about foods and vibrations because I mm-hmm. notice a difference. But what kind of foods would you say just quickly off the bat that can help raise your vibration and maybe help with sleep paralysis? Yeah, I would definitely start eating or start adding living um, like fresh fruit, like just fresh fruits to your water. So it's a like it's a living water, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you're ingesting that vibrational water mm-hmm. um, and even send intention to that water with the fruit in it that yeah. I am healed or I am loved, I am protected, like mm-hmm. make some I am statements and speak that into the water that will energetically change the shape of that water and that, those molecules and right. you'll be ingesting it that way. Um, yeah, fresh fruits are like probably my go-to for just oh, raising yeah. the vibration. Okay, sorry, I have to keep for those of you listening, I have to keep pushing pause because I'm home. Obviously, it's quarantine, and my three-year-old really needed me to get him a cookie. So we are back. <laughs> After a high vibrational cookie. A high. It is vegan and gluten-free. So <laughs> yeah, um, fresh fruits help. Instant yeah, for sure. Fresh fruits and vegetables. Making sure that you're eating specifically for your body. So if yeah. you know that certain vegetables make you feel icky, maybe don't eat those. Right. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be important to just make sure that you're eating for your body and not for anybody else's. Yeah. And I mean, you would know, especially as an acne coach too, Haley is also like a plant healer. She, she, you know, hit Haley up if you need help figuring out what works with your body um, on a spiritual level, but even like <laughs> physical level she she is a coach of sorts so she knows yeah. what she's talking about Blend, blending the world yeah yeah I think that's good for you to do I think that was perfect um do, was there were there any other dreams um oh, my kids like needing my presence like cookies it's lunch I think they want lunch <laughs> So this other one was interesting. Um, This was a dream too, too long. Oh, I dreamt that I watched from a bus, my sister, my mom and my sister and my daughter get hit by a different bus in a very, in very slow motion. There was almost like a trolley style vehicle. So after I got hit, it got hit. I saw my daughter get thrown out and fall, like fell out of the vehicle. But it was when she was like my son's age right now, eight months, and wearing the same PJs he wears now with black and white socks with almost like an X crossing looking on the, on the symbol. She was okay. Then I woke up. I was very scared and filled panic. Um, from, from like me just reading that off the back, it feels like that you feel like you aren't giving your daughter enough attention um, and that you aren't going to be there for her when you need her. Because right now, obviously, your son, who's eight months old, needs a lot more attention than I don't know how old your daughter is. I'm assuming she's a couple years older because she, because obviously an infant needs more attention than someone, a toddler at the time. I actually know who you're talking about and you're like, spot on. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's what I got from the dream. Um, There's obviously probably some symbolism with the black and white and the trolley and things like that. But right off the bat, just sounds like you feel guilty about not being there for your daughter. Mm. Uh, right now because you're a lot of your attention is going to your son which makes total sense as a mom I get yeah yeah you sure. can't be a million places at once and you want right. to be but it's not possible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, most of the other ones are pretty much the same. I think um, we touched on them too with the teeth and the yeah, one. So yeah, to kind of wrap up the dreams, um, talk a little bit about like your, you know, you offer dream interpretations. Tell us about your services and how people can hit you up for some help. <laughs> So I do acne coaching one-on-one, but if you are in need for some more spiritual aligned coaching, I do um, intuitive guidance readings and I also do full dream interpretation and mini dream interpretation. So a full dream would be like seven plus sentences with all the details. And then a mini one would be, you only remember like a fragment of your dream and you're just like, the dream hit you in such a way you're like, I know it has a meaning. I just can't figure it out. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are all in my bio and I'm sure Brittany will link some links for you guys in the yeah, show notes. I will. And tell them where to find you on Instagram. Um, I am Haley, H-A-L-E-Y underscore Ferretti, F-E-R-R-E-T-T-I. And then you could type that in Haley.Ferretti.com for more fun things on my website. Yeah. And I will, of course, be posting some things on Instagram and tagging you too. So Cool. Yeah, if you don't um, follow Haley, so you should. <laughs> well, thank you. She's super, super intelligent with all of this stuff. Um, what else? Did we cover pretty much everything we want to? I feel like we've been talking forever. I know. I think we, we, we talked for like an hour and a half, I think. Oh, man. This is a long, this yeah. is a long one. This is going to be like a car ride podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Listen on your way up north this summer. Yeah. Get a summer. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, well, thank you so much. I feel like we went into a lot of different things and I think hopefully the hope is this helps people connect with their own, you know, intuition and yeah. can connect more with spirit and understand things in their, their waking and in their dreams, you know, in their life. Yeah. So. yeah. And if any of you ever have questions after listening to this or you have different experiences, whether that be dream related or just in the real space, um, definitely hit me or Brittany up and we can kind of help you with whatever you're going through and yes for sure always yes (laughs) we've been there yes okay well thank you so much Haley for coming on as my very first interview at the all good juju podcast and I appreciate it this was fun this was awesome thank you for having me yeah okay we'll chat soon Thank you for showing up today. I appreciate you being here in this space with me. If you are into this episode or you really dig the podcast, I would be so grateful for your five-star review on here, as well as sharing this episode or podcast with your crew. If it resonates at all, that would mean the world to me. Also, here is an invitation to hang out with me on Instagram at Brittany Basinski. You can chat with me here anytime. I would love to connect with you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. Until next time.